Hello, Comic-Con world, and welcome to everyone's favorite convention-related podcast, ConJob. I'm Ryan. And I'm Alexa. And each week we bring you the latest and greatest from the comic and pop culture convention scene. All right, everybody. In this week's episode, we are going to go and start off with what we had to do with this podcast when we first began, and that's review uh, conventions. So in this one, we're going to do a review of the first show of 2020 way back in January, January 3rd, 4th, and 5th in New Orleans, and it was Wizard World New Orleans. Yeah, I mean, you know (laughs) – Thank goodness we're actually, you know, doing what we're supposed to be doing, right? Um, <laughs> so it, Wizard, Wizard New Orleans had, had some pretty good guests. You know, um, last year the guest list wasn't, uh, wasn't as star-studded, uh, but, you know, wait, this wait, year... Wait, 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 hold on, hold on one sec. Before you even get into the, to the guests, I need to talk about probably their biggest guest, who is always my favorite at any Wizard World event, and that's Kato Kaling. Every every time, every time we do it, I'm always so excited to see him. (laughs) And I I can't remember which one it was, but this was 2019 somewhere. I I I think it was like Philly. It might have even been Cleveland. I'm not sure. So I walk in. We walk in because we come in generally the day of the show with all our stuff in suitcases. Right. And I'm walking in, and I have I. I think it was probably five suitcases. I mean, they're stacked on top of each other and Meg's walking in right next to me with her, you know, with her Starbucks. And that, that was just, uh, that was just Meg's clothes that you were bringing in. Right. Correct. Correct. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) No, but that was all the art, all the art prints, all the setup for the booth. So I got literally five suitcases and she's got her coffee anyway. So I walk by and Kato Kalen stops me. He goes, wait, 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 we got Daniel Craig here. And I'm like, Daniel Craig, where? 007 and he comes over to talk to me and then he's like oh wait that's not daniel craig (laughs) and i'm like first of all my eyes are like green and his are the brightest blue you could ever have and he's you know he's a man let's be honest he's 007 and he's jack diesel and i maybe it's because i was carrying you know five suitcases Uh, it could be could be yeah so i'm gonna go with that but uh maybe i'll be maybe i'll start calling myself 007 now you know maybe you should Double yeah, Orion. Yeah, you, I yeah, I can speak in that weird accent. You know, I can try. I yeah, no, I can't. No, <laughs> not bloody likely. So speaking of weird accents, they had uh, they had some of the Outlander people there, which yes. you know they don't have weird accents, but they do. Um, you know, uh, wh- who who was there? Um, oh gosh, the the main Jamie. guy. What's his name? Yeah, Jamie. Jamie. I don't know his uh, real name, but his name's Jamie. We watched the show, and we have to watch it with the subtitles on. Uh-huh. It, is, it is hard to understand. <laughs> So in parts because they they have that very heavy accent, very scum. Right. Yeah, I, but, I um, just see they had Outlander there. Um, oh, Smallville. Um, yeah. Which uh, they had at a, a bunch. Yeah, they, that 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 was their go to this year. Was a lot of the Smallville were at a lot of their shows. I mean, they they were. Was. Um, at least they were scheduled to be at a lot of their shows, and we yeah. see what's happened. Um, you know, and it was actually kind of cool because uh, Lex Luthor. I can't remember his name to save my life, but. Uh, the guy that plays Lex Luthor was walking around and he stopped at the booth and I looked at him. I'm like, man, that dude looks familiar. Why do I recognize him? Uh, maybe he's been walking around all show. And he bought a haunted mansion decanter from me. 
And then once, or no, a Haunted Mansion Lantern, rather. He wrote a Haunted Mansion Lantern and he walked away. And I was like, oh my God, I know who that is. That's Lex Luthor. So <laughs> I assumed that he was somebody from, you know, from the, uh, just walking around the show. And I ran over to his booth later on and I was like, hey, you know, let me give you one of my wrapped, um, you know, lantern pain sets instead of the, the ones that are in the lantern. Cause usually I just, you know, I bag them or box them and I just give them away. So I had a cool chat with, uh, you know, with his handler and it was like, oh my God, a celebrity likes the Haunted Mansion too. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, yeah, that's one thing cool I noticed uh, at, at a lot of the Wizard World shows, not to, not to get off topic, but a lot of, uh, when I go walking around or I'm leaving to do something, whatever I walk in and I, I, I find it, I, I always seem to run into one of the celebrities. Like Matt Ryan was walking out once and uh, I, I, I had like a full on conversation. We walked all the way to the out, you know, to the outer door and uh, a good, three four minutes and we just just he and i hey what's going on you know yeah. it was pretty cool and they're just there you know he was, he was super cool you know he didn't treat me like just some oh gosh i gotta get out of here he was he was pretty cool he's like look at this schmuck um yeah he's like who's this <laughs> idiot no it's I, definitely not it's definitely not daniel craig that's for sure right right definitely not <laughs> daniel craig um no you, but i mean you get a lot of like you get a lot of that cool interaction because i mean let's be honest you know, Wizard World shows aren't the, you know, the, the elbows to buttholes conventions that, you know, that some of these places are where you can't even walk the aisles. Um, right, you know, you've right. got and they've got time, you know, they they almost intentionally give them a little bit of time to like go and dink around on the sales on the on the, the sales floor, yeah. the vendor floor, which they which, do, which they yeah. do. I see them walk around a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so that's it's a good thing. It's kind of nice. Um, who else did they have there? They had uh Oh, X-Men? yeah, the uh, a yeah, couple the of the X-Men. Uh, the X Men cartoon from from the nineties, uh, yeah. you know, and it's funny because Stephen on you know on on the last podcast was uh, you know was talking about his love for the X Men, and I, I completely forgot that they were at that show, right, right. And so yeah, I think uh, Jean Grey and uh, and maybe Wolverine and a couple of the other uh, the other characters. Yeah, um, and now. Obviously, the New Orleans show is one of our favorites because we just we love we just love New Orleans. Like, you know, you guys love the town. Yes, just love it. I mean, we've heard like our first year was I want to say 2016. I can't remember Uh, our first year. Everybody who told us was like, you got to be careful when you go there, you know, all this stuff. And I can tell you, we've never experienced there. And I don't know if that's luck. I don't know if there's people who have been to New Orleans 100 times and and. And just and have had bad experiences, but we have never had one. And just uh, you talk about being a foodie. Oh man, the food there is just amazing. And my wife is, you know, the artist. She loves Tiana, Princess Tiana, and Princess Aurora, her favorite too. So she loves New Orleans for that. Yeah, I think my my first time down there was like it was the the Wizard World where they um, they filmed Heroes of Cosplay. I think we lost you there. So we will just assume that uh, that that was when they filmed Heroes of Cosplay. It was actually oh, in my back, and she's back. Hey, um, yeah, they. Sorry, that was that was the weirdest thing. I don't know what happened. Um, no, so they had uh, they they were filming Heroes of Cosplay, and I'm in like this little bitty super short clip 
um, in New Orleans because um, I, I was friends with Jesse and he had me behind him. So like there's there's like these super quick shots of me. Um, but that was my first time down there and they told me the same thing. They're like, don't walk, you know, don't walk by yourself. Don't do this. Don't do that. And I'm like, really? What? Are you serious? Yeah, I had. I mean, we walked at all hours of the night. Had no issues. I mean, I mean, I, I guess if we were alone on the street, you're kind of looking over your shoulder, but only because people were telling us to. But nothing, nothing happened. Well, and I will say, you know, we did. Uh, um, there's another show down there called MechaCon, that it's an anime convention, and I did it. I did it in 2015 uh, or 16, and um, it was my friend Talon and I. She was running her mom's booth, and you know there were some people that made some comments to us that made us a little uncomfortable when we were walking down the street. But outside of that, like six, 2016 is when it was, but outside of that, like not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. No, we love it there. Just, I mean, like I said, the food and the atmosphere, it's, you know, I, we don't really go onto bourbon street at all, but it's just, did I, did I drag you guys into the, uh, that cafe that has like the, the reverse swastikas on the ground? No. Okay, so there's there's a cafe down there that they they get a lot of flack when people walk in because they they see what looks like a swastika, but it's the 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 religious symbol uh-huh. that the Nazis perverted, um, and they left it on the in the floor, um, and a lot of people don't get it, but this place has these crawfish nachos that are so good. Like I, I have to go there every time. No, we went to where did we go to? We went to that like we went to that little restaurant. Did we go to the Ru- the Ruby Slipper? Uh no, we didn't go to the Ruby Slipper. We went to uh man, I can't remember where we went. We we did dinner and it was like mother's, I think oh, is mother's. what it's called. Yes, yes, yes. Mother's kitchen. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the best yeah, that was really good. Chicken there is amazing. Yeah, there's I, always I had a huge come. line when we go in there. And it was really cold. Remember, it was cold, and we were just in the, yeah. and the line was out the door. We're like, "Oh my gosh, hurry up!" So let's yeah. uh, let's let's get into uh, let's get into the actual review of the show. Op, you know, All right. Other than Kato Kalen being there, which is a win-win for me. I mean, it's a win-win for so you. It's a win-win for the crowd. Let's be honest. Yes. Yeah. So let's let's start. <laughs> let's start with uh, let's start with I guess setup because you and I are different. Like we show up generally, we show up the day of the show. And because we right. have everything in the in the suitcases, so we can wheel right in the front door. Whereas you got a, you know, you got a much bigger setup. So, give us your experience with that one. Which so is, one of the which things is a cool that, one. <laughs> it, it's it's interesting, that's for sure. Um, you know, one of the things that I really like about most wizard shows is the fact that you can drive onto the show floor. Um, you know, a lot of people, let's be honest, a lot of people are going to listen to this and gonna be like, Oh, wizard's terrible. And, you know, because they don't like wizard because they've had bad experiences because they're not the, the same company that they were, whatever. But the, the driving onto the show floor is one of the biggest deals for me, especially because I sell glass. Like I, I have thousands of pounds of glassware that I bring into these shows. So if you're going to make me wheel this thing up a ramp, or, you know, uh, if you're going to make me wheel it, you know, across a freaking parking lot, I'm not a happy camper. <laughs> so being able to pull up onto the show floor is a huge deal. The, the one drawback that, that happened this year, um, it was kind of a cluster. You know, people were parking wherever they wanted to. There was a guy that had a box truck who 
just decided he didn't want to pay parking. So he parked his box truck in front of my booth. So I couldn't get to my booth. Um, I ended up, I had to wheel, I had to wheel my stuff about 150, 200 feet, which isn't a huge deal. Right. Like at the end of the day, it's not a huge deal. Um, the problem that I ran into and a lot of other people ran into was the fact that it was so warm outside and it was cool inside the convention center when they lifted up the doors. So it created all of this condensation on the floor because the floor was still cold, but it was hot inside. And of course it's New Orleans, so it's always humid. It doesn't matter if it's, you know, 30 degrees or 130 degrees. <laughs> it's like, you know, you walk outside and you need another shirt immediately. Um, so the, the floor was wet and I'm not talking like, oh, it's like, you know, there's like little spots. No, no, it was wet. I had to put down. So I ended up putting down empty boxes that I brought with me. Randomly, I had empty boxes with me, but I had to put empty boxes down so that my boxes didn't sit on the ground and absorb the moisture. You, you, if you were trying to push a, you know, a heavy load, you could slip and it, it wasn't the fault of wizard world. Let me, let me, you know, say that first and foremost, that wasn't their fault. You know, that was just a, a freak thing that never happens in January. Like it just, it's not that warm in January. Usually that first day they'd had a really nice week. Um, but outside of that, like load in was super quick and easy. You know, I got my stuff in. I, you know, I went across the street to the parking lot. I, you know, parked my van over there and, you know, I set up my booth. I was probably about eh, 60% done on that first day. Um, you know, because wizard asks for the exhibitors to be out at four 30. Um, you know, you started about eight or 11, depending on what your staggered time was. And then, you know, you do your thing. So, you know, that part of the, the load in and setup wasn't bad. Um, the next day, you know, they, they had things under control at least a little bit more. Um, you know, I was nervous about, uh, about moisture because it was wet. Like I could have probably taken a squeegee across the floor and, <laughs> and picked up gallons upon gallons of water. Like it was that wet. Okay. That's interesting. Cause you know, like we said, when, when we come in on the Friday, I didn't, I didn't remember, I don't remember noticing anything like that. Um, and our setup is 10 times easier than yours. Cause it's just setting up the art prints and the, you know, I mean, the biggest thing I have is knowing which suitcase has, you know, the, the backdrop versus the, you know, the, the tablecloths. So such, such a tough woe life. Is, woe is me, right? Life. Woe is me. But I can, I can tell you right now, just when we get on a plane, I always worry cause we have the, the golf bag is we have to keep it under a hundred pounds. And that thing, every time when we leave, when we're going out, Every time is like 97, 96, 99. I've never hit 100, luckily, but I have to carry that stupid thing. But I, I got to say, it does, it does move very, very easily, which is nice. Maybe that's why they think you're Daniel Craig, because, you know, you've got to be at least a little <laughs> jack to be able to carry this 100-pound golf. There's a 100-pound golf. Well, it does move very easily, especially on the hard floor, you know, the concrete floor in the showroom. It sucks rolling around on the carpet out front, but there's also three other suitcases as well. Right, so, right. And um, which is why we fly Southwest because <laughs> we get, you know, two bags each. Right. And then Meg gets her coffee. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Um, 
So then let's talk about, um, I guess, all right, so how about booth fees? Let's just talk about that because Wizard World for us, because we always do um, the Artist Alley, and, and this one I believe was the last one. I'm not sure. I can't remember. If this was the last one that they allowed you to pick a corner versus an inline? I can't remember. Because I know they they, they switched their uh, – they switched how they do their setup now, and it's basically first come, first serve. And they just – if you get in first, you get you get a corner. If you don't – if you get in later, once the corners are gone, they give in the end line. Regardless, right. you'll have the choice. And I, I think for the most and part – it's one fee. I, I think for the most part, it's – you know, pretty much everything is a corner um, in in most cases. We, we had a corner. We had a corner, and I think – I, I don't remember. I mean, I don't know if we got in early, but we always pay for this one right before we leave. The you know for the previous year, we always pay for the next year up front. So right. But well, either way, we had a corner booth, and so I can't. And the fees, I don't remember specifically what they were. So um, if you they they are cheap. Well, they they had that. You know, you could buy it at five hundred bucks. You know, if you bought it like I think at the show last year, or there was like a time frame where they were like, let's do these super cheap booths. And they had done that. They had, you know, they had done the super cheap booths. Um, and as time went on, they went back up to the regular price and the regular price is 1200 bucks, which had I paid for the booth this year, last year I won the drawing. Um, I don't know if you remember, but they did a drawing at the, uh, the, the vendor party, which I'm a little sad that they didn't do this year. Um, they did a drawing at that vendor party and certain like, Everybody got entered if you came to the to the event, and um, I think it was four or five vendors ended up winning um, winning a booth or the equivalent of what they had this year, or I guess last year um, for this year. And I was one of those people, so I was lucky enough to have that free booth going in. So yeah. I can't tell yeah, you. Yeah, I, I just I just went back. I just went back and looked at the uh, what the totals that we had. So. It wasn't. It was. It was. It was much cheaper than than other shows. So, and and that's a good thing. You guys, you guys paid one of yeah. the che- one of the cheaper fees, which is good. Right. Yeah. Because uh, Wizard World, we always do that. We always do the Artist Alley versus you know some shows we do the vendor booth to get the full ten by ten. But Wizard World, we do the Artist Alley because it seems generally speaking, when we get a corner, we get we we get a little bit more than the than the Artist Alley uh, regular layout because we get the extra table. Right. Um, and then I guess let's, let's move into, I, tra- I will talk about traffic, which will, which will really put us into, you know, eventually we can end up in, in profit versus loss, but traffic wise, so, you know, I, we were, we were really close to each other. Um, I think you were yes. only like two or three boots away from me. Um, unfortunately that is correct. I know. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, Friday I was, I was shocked with how that Friday went because Friday was actually really good. Um, Typically, you know, as as a as a rule of thumb, for the past couple of years, Wizard World Fridays have been disappointing. Um, you know, they they haven't been what they were in the past because I mean, I've been doing Wizards since 2014. Um, so 2014 or 15, I can't remember. Um, but you know, there used to be a time when Fridays were half of what you did on Saturday, which is a big deal. Um, you know, and they've, they've since kind of dropped down and, you know, they've fluctuated, but this one was one of the better Fridays for me. Um, you know, I was, I, there was a lot of traffic. I was super excited. 
And then for me, what I saw on Saturday, because of the Outlander cast being there, there there's a lot of people that were pulled away for Outlander. And that Outlander, the Outlander at Wizard World New Orleans, like Facebook group, the lady that was part of that was organizing things outside of the convention and pulling people away when they weren't waiting in line for for the celebrities, which I, I found a little troubling. Um, and it really, you know, that kind of cut into the traffic on Saturday. Um, and then Sunday, it was a it was a nice, nice rush the first part of the day. And then it it really died out once the celebrities started leaving. Well, Sunday, remember that was also the uh the Saints home game, home play. That's right. Game. That's that right, Sunday? it was. Which which they wound up losing. I remember the people I remember Sunday being uh busy early because it opened what nine ten o'clock uh, and then by by yeah. noon by noon it 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 really thinned out but the people that were there a lot of them I noticed were walking around either listening to the game walking around looking at their phone to watch the game you know they all had their you know Drew Brees jerseys on things like that right but um I I do remember the game because it was you know just down the street but um. But yeah, Sunday Sunday was good early. I felt like a lot of the people that came in early Sunday were buying. Like yeah. Sunday we did way better than we thought considering the game was there and it was a home game and they love their Saints, that's for sure. Um but Friday I I'll, I'll echo that. It's, Friday was very good for it was it was a it was actually our best Wizard World Friday because you know we keep I keep track of them every year. Right. It was the it was the most money we made on a Friday, not by a long shot, but we beat you know, we beat our previous high for a Friday. Um, and then Saturday was just a normal Saturday for us. It wasn't like, holy crap, this is this is amazing or holy crap, this was terrible. It was like a normal right where we thought it was going to be right on pace, basically, with uh, with the other years we had done that show. So, and, you know, um, yeah, looking at but, but foot traffic, foot traffic wise, forget about, you know, buying. I thought the foot traffic was was actually really good Saturday, which is the case for 90% of our shows that we do. I thought there were a lot of people, you know, I mean, granted that, that place is huge. So I guess it looks like it could be, you know, is spread out a little bit that more than normal, but, um, and they spread us out. Like the, the booths aren't super duper close. Um, like the aisles are, are, are wider than normal, I think right. there, but, um, but I thought the, I thought the show floor had, you know, a consistent amount of people, throughout the day i mean obviously right around lunchtime it was busier than it was at you know four or five o'clock but i thought it was good in terms of that so but but every year that's why we do that show so much i mean other than we we just love that city you know that that one's got a really good following they've been doing it for years and everybody knows the first week in january right around that time is you know everyone that lives there knows oh okay it's time for the convention so um I, i do think a lot of the people that attend and this is just me you know uh assuming but i think a lot of the people that attend the show are locals i don't know how many people actually fly in just to go to that show i mean i guess it depends on the celebrities really but um well but that, yeah that's just my opinion and this year there were a lot of people that flew in because of the outlander cast because well yeah that's his name sam um yes sam hagan yeah uh, yeah something um because yes. he was there and of course he's the heartthrob so all the all the all the ladies wanted to meet him um and you know they wanted to do the thing and you know they brought him cakes and they brought him everything so like that <laughs> seriously they there were some some ladies that baked him a cake um so like you know 
they they were all from all over the place. There were people from overseas that came into this, which okay. you know it, it's kind of crazy because that was mm-hmm. like that was at the beginning of the year. That was like holy cow, you know. Was he not scheduled to do any of their other shows before? Um, this his schedule is like super super quiet, so nobody knows what right. he's doing. Because that's one thing I noticed with Wizard World is if they get you for one show, they usually have you for, you know, because they have one a month, basically. They usually have that person for, you know, eight out of those 12 or something right. like that, you know. Um, well, with, with his schedule, it's a little tough to, to get right. him hammered. Sure. Um, but I do know, like, the the rumor was that he he was supposed to do Wizard Chicago a couple years ago and, and had to cancel because he was filming Bloodshot, um, which, sadly enough, he – you know, it it didn't really get a release that it should have, and like that whole thing didn't get much traction. But um, you know, he was filming Bloodshot, so we did like some uh, um, uh, some Skype sessions with some of the people, and like I, the rumor was somebody had said that they were going to try and get him for Chicago, you know, this year. But who the hell knows? Um, yeah. But you know, the there there's there was all sorts of rumors. Um, you know, and that's exactly what they are is just rumors, but like, I would assume that they would probably try and get him for at least one or two more, you know, right. just cause it's kind of a big deal. Um, yeah, it'd be nice if they could get, uh, cause they got Jamie. It'd be nice if they could get Claire there. Right. And that would, that would be, that would be a huge thing for them. Um, yeah, I, I want to go back to something though. Mm-hmm. You made a comment and, uh, oh. Yeah, you're right. right. Um, I'm going to hold you to it. Uh, <laughs> comment about the aisles and the width of the aisles. Something that I've noticed, man, and this is like this is with me doing the amount of shows that I've done over the past five or six years. Um, you know, this is like my retail background. I've noticed that when the aisles are wide and the show isn't a sellout show, like this show, you know, I'm going to say 30, probably 30, 35,000. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to. Seems reasonable. Yeah. yeah it, don't hold me to that, but. Oh, you, know, you said it. I know. Right. And that's, that's <laughs> over the, over the three days, I'm going to say 35,000 total turnstile. So however many that is, I don't know, but you know, I feel like that's, that's, that's close. Um, those aisles never felt full which meant that in a lot of spots, people were able to just walk the aisle and power walk it, which meant that they weren't being forced to stop at booths. When those aisles are narrower, there's, there's a feeling of, there's more of a feeling of urgency. Um, and, you know, when you have a narrower aisle, if you're at a shopping, you know, a supermarket, you know, or let's say Walmart, the main racetrack aisle, the aisle that runs around the entire place, mm-hmm. a lot of times you don't feel the the need to shop that aisle as much as you do, unless there's something right in the middle of the aisle, as much as you do the side aisles that are that are more compact, right? Yeah. So I, I feel like those bigger aisles didn't really lend to people feeling the the compulsion to have to shop. Just an observation. That's all. Okay. Okay. I I mean I I mean we do so many of them. I don't really I never really put much thought into I mean I guess it depends on if the if the uh, 
if they're if they're packed more so than than not you know i mean i know the wider aisles helps in that respect like i know um what was it planet from 2019 was the aisles were pretty wide and they were and they felt packed even though they were wider than than i thought was a normal normal width but and they felt like they were packed um I mean, there was even sometimes where people were like, you know, bumping into our booth with their backs to it because they were just trying to get by. You know, in ours at, at New Orleans, we had, um, <laughs> I'm not going to name any names, but the, one of the booths was an artist, and I guess it was his girlfriend or his wife. She, they had her just go out front and she started dancing. Right. Like she put on, she put on like, uh, I mean, I guess it was like a little bikini bodysuit. And she started dancing and, and just, and it was, it was very distracting. I, I remember, and, I remember that. Yeah, and I remember people yeah. like commenting on it. Like, exactly. You like, can't do that. Yeah. Like you're not allowed to be out in front of the booth. And even though the aisles were plenty wide enough, like people were like, Hey, you know, artist alley, you you get the, the, whatever, however many feet behind, but you don't get anything in front. And she was out front just dancing. And, you know, obviously people, whether you liked it or not, you're walking and you're looking at her instead of looking around and seeing the other booths. Exactly. And, um, luckily she stopped, which was nice, but, um, but yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't think that was, you know, I didn't think that was very good, but whatever. I, I didn't think it was own. appropriate. Cause I, I, I saw exactly the- with what she was wearing and with little kids there and stuff. I mean, it wasn't like she was dressed all slutty, but I mean, a little bit, a little bit scantily, Scantily clad, if you will. You know, one of the things that, uh, you know, I, I heard a lot of people talking about was, you know, there were, so there's been some changes at wizard and yeah, they don't do the Saturday night uh, dinner for us anymore. Yeah. They they, they used to do that little, (laughs) the little after party where they got a drink, you know, appetizers and we all get to hang out. Uh, that's, was, where, that's when that's when Kato Kayla and I usually have a, we have a slice of pizza together. I mean, you know, usually I you know <laughs> usually I'll talk to you know everybody that works for the company and you know I'll I'll whine about something and they'll say oh yeah we'll take that into consideration and you know I I, I drop it because you, you never know, hear from them again. Oh, well, you know, <laughs> I know I you know they're, they're if you bring up a legitimate concern, it, as much as people like to hate on them, they do listen. Yeah. Um, you know, and they because they're not they're not dumb business people they're you know they get it you know and if if something's not going to work for them then it's not going to work for them and yeah. they're you know they're not going to put the uh the crazy time and effort into it if it's not going to work um but regardless that's my wah, 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 wah. <laughs> um no i i i feel like there was one thing that like marred a lot of artists um, artist's opinion of this year's show and there there was a, there was a vendor that somehow I don't know how they got in but they were in Artist Alley but they were they were a mass produced like vendor that somehow got they bought several of these cheap Artist Alley booths that they had and they set up a freaking like a 10 by 20 at the end of Artist Alley and people were upset about it and I, I, I you know rightfully so there was another artist that just kind of took it upon themselves to create a walk-in booth instead of leaving an artist alley table. Like I, it was, it was almost wild west towards the back of the room. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of people that were, you know, that were, they were a little put off by that. And did they do anything about it? I think, well, was I mean, there? there wasn't, there wasn't much that they could do at that point. Um, I do think that the, the, the issue has been addressed. Yeah. And, so- 
won't happen again, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's be honest. There's always going to be somebody that's going to try and take advantage of something. Oh, yeah. They'll try to if, – if it's not – implicit in the rules they're going to try to skirt it that's for dark exactly time. exactly so you know let's let's talk about the uh the profitability of this show because we, you know we've talked about the traffic you know we've talked about you know kind of everything you know how how do you felt how do you feel the you know the show was as far as profit goes i i, I mean i feel like it's the same for every wizard world show we do we we are always right in the same give or take three four hundred dollars um in terms of sales and our, I mean, it's always, we, we definitely make a profit at the show uh, at any of them, really. I mean, it's just a matter of, uh, we, we do have to think about, you know, the flight and we got to think about the hotel to, we got to keep that stuff in mind because uh, like I said, we make the almost the exact same amount at every show that wizard world does um, that we do. I'm sorry, not because we don't do all the wizard worlds, but um, so I, I, we like it. As long and to put it to you this way, if as long as we make a profit, we'll always do the New Orleans show because we just love that. We love going there. So right, it's kind of a vacation con for you guys. Exactly. When we did it two years ago, we spent an extra I don't know three four days there. Just you know, we did like a little canoe tour. We do all kinds of stuff while we we're there. Just pretty much spent all the profit, but at least it's a little vacation. Right. Well, and like for me, you know, LA Comic Con is that. uh you know, well, what right. was that show until, you know, until the, uh, the new owners came in and they're like, they're kicking butt and taking names. But for New Orleans, for me, man, I, I, I made as much profit this year as I did last year and I paid for a booth last year. So if that kind of tells you where the show was for me, you know, it, it wasn't a successful show. It wasn't a failure by any means. Um, you know, but the, the profit just wasn't, wasn't there. And I can't figure out if it's because yeah, I'm just not, you know, I can't figure out new Orleans or, you know, if in my head, I'm like, wait, new Orleans, it's a drinking town. Of course they should buy glassware. I, I can't figure that out. Um, you know, and I, I don't think that it's not a good market for me, but I think it's definitely something that you have to as a vendor, you got to take a look at what you're selling and make sure that it's right for you. Um, you know, I know I, there's, there's a vendor that sells some similar items to me that does very well down there. So I, I don't know if it's that I haven't figured out the market or if it's just that nobody wants pint glasses and lanterns. Right. No. Yeah, no, that's true. And we do sell, I mean, as far as artwork goes, we do sell some things in New Orleans that I really feel like only sells in New Orleans. You know what I mean? Like you might right. sell one or two and at other random shows, but for the most part, every year you can count on, you know, this particular, this particular piece or this particular character. Well, and I, I feel like I should, you know, I should do like Florida Lee's and Saints glasses. Yeah, like, yeah. Because I, I would probably kill Drew it. Brees, if you did one with Drew Brees' face on it, you'd be, you'd be, be all set. Uh, what i can't put and probably face on it uh, no and now now if you could probably do one with drew Brees and the other the other pain should have zion williamson you'd be set uh, i i you know what i don't i don't do <laughs> anymore so yeah. you know when the rams left uh left us i uh i stopped my football okay okay yeah i'm not well, zion, zion zion doesn't play football Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> he plays for the Pelicans. The See, and I, okay. I'm like five foot three. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. I'm not a basketball fan. 
Okay. I respect that. I respect that. Yeah. I, I, I can't, you know, I can't even get on a ladder and slam dunk. <laughs> um, so let's talk about um, breakdown. Did you have, do you, do you have any, any, anything noteworthy? I mean, was it just your basic breakdown? Any issues, any concerns with getting in the back? You know, the, were you able to drive in? I don't think you're able to drive in, are you? Yeah, um, I, you're able to drive in for the for the pack out. Okay. Um, the problem that I had was that it it took a little bit longer to be able to get on the floor. Like my breakdown went super fast this time, which I was shocked about. Um, usually, you know, I think we've talked about it. You know, my breakdown because I I, I do everything by myself. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't have a team. I, I don't have I don't have an extra with me to help do the things. So for me, you know, the, the breakdown is usually about a three, three and a half hour breakdown. And this one, I was broken down in about an hour and 40 minutes. And then, you know, and sorry, that's the breakdown in the loading time. Um, I broke the booth down, you know, hour, hour and a half, hour 45, whatever it was. And I, I had to wait 30 minutes to be able to bring oh. the van in. And then, I mean, after that, it was just boom, boom, boom. I was done. I was done right as it was getting dark. Oh, okay. Like, and I mean, it had just gotten dark. Like, it was not very long at all, which was shocking. Oh, that's good. I mean, as as far as ours goes, I mean, ours is just break it down, pack it back in the, in the suitcases. But it's funny because every year we do that show, we – the the where we enter the uh you know the the arena is yeah. it, it and from where we enter to where we actually enter into the exhibit hall i swear to you is like a half mile walk <laughs> oh my god it's because it's like way down in like hall whatever l and we enter by hall it's, it's, a. it's down it's down by the the that riverwalk mall Exactly. Yeah. Where the street yeah. ends. And then we, I mean, it's cold. So you want to go in all the way down at the very beginning, but yeah, that's uh that would be my only gripe. And it's not, I know it's not their, their fault, you know, because that's what, yeah, they that give would... them. but, but yeah, right. it's always, um, it's always like we get in there and it's like, ah, and then those suitcases are on rolling on carpet now and it's just a little bit harder. So, you know, when you're yeah, rolling, that, that six walks... of yeah, but it is better than the alternative of being outside in the cold and the wind. So, right. But yeah, no issues, no issues to, to speak of. I, I, you know, we always, we, we always do that show. We'll always enjoy that show. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, I think I'll be back next year. Um, I, I really have to look at my, my next year, January is kind of nuts, man. Yeah. You know, well, you, I, you think you'll be back next year, but who knows? <laughs> well, yeah, I who, did, who knows I what's did. going on. I did the uh, when we left. I did the pay, the monthly pay thing for for next year's booth. Right. So they're charging me whatever it costs monthly. So I'm I'm a little concerned now. I really am. I mean, I obviously would love to do it, but who knows? Who knows? Uh, you know, and I, I I'm gonna, I'm going to be optimistic. Oh yeah. And I'm going to say, you know, it's going to happen. I I was I was talking to I actually I was talking to you guys earlier. You know, and and one of the things like people are people are really starting to want to get out yeah. and people are starting to push that issue. And while it may or may not be the right thing and people are starting to push it. So I oh, hope yeah. that as these people are, you know, are pushing it, they're doing the right thing. You know, they're, they're protecting themselves and others. And, you know, we're going to start seeing some sort of breakdown. 
in, you know, in what's going on because man, cabin, cabin fever is a real thing. Cabin fever it is, is a it real is. thing. I can tell you that. You know, and I, I, I feel like, you know, Memorial Day hit and the weather broke because I, I mean, you guys are in Florida, so it's been nice there forever, but here in the Midwest, you know, I made a comment and I'm like, man, it's almost June and we haven't had a, a day that's hit 95 yet. And that's very rare here in St. Louis. Like usually May is like, like seventies, eighties, like the first week or two. And then it's like 85 and up. So, you know, the weather broke, obviously everybody went down to Lake of the Ozarks and did whatever they did. <laughs> and and, you know, people are out and about because they're, they've watched, you know, they've watched half of the year pass by in seasons from their apartment or from their house. And, you know, they, they haven't been outside experiencing it. So I think the, the cabin fever is definitely a thing. Yeah. So I'll, <clears throat> I'm going to remain optimistic and hope, hope that uh, next year's show happens on schedule. Yeah. So I, I want to talk a little bit about the next year's schedule. So next year, Wizard World New Orleans is the same weekend. Right. It's the first weekend in January. Um, and then you have a week off and you have Wizard Philadelphia the following weekend, like basically two weeks, you know, two weeks uh, in between or a weekend in between, mm -hmm. um, which is going to be kind of crazy because a lot of vendors are going to do Wizard Philadelphia too. And Wizard Philadelphia isn't in the city this year. It's outside, outside of the city. Right, right. So, you know, you're, you're going to have people going from New Orleans. They're going to stop at their house. You know, they're going to restock or whatever. Yeah. And then they're going to head over to Philadelphia. And <laughs> that's a hike. You know, yeah. It's a hike. It's a hike. And the year's going to get started. And, you know, we're going to see what happens. You know, I know for myself, I have, I have two shows that same weekend. So I don't know which show I'm going to be able to do. Then I've also... You know, the following weekend, I've got another event, and then I've got two events the following weekend. Like that, that, that first month of the year is nuts. Sounds like it's so sounds like we're going to have a lot of reviews to do next January. I'm excited. I mean, I don't know how I'm going to, I don't know how I'm going to split myself in two. <laughs> I, if I could clone myself, I would clone myself four times. And one of them would have a part-time job. The other one would have a part-time job. The other one would clean my van and one would do glass. <laughs> and I would nap and get injured. <laughs> well, on that note, I think we can, <laughs> I think we can go ahead and end it since we're talking about cloning. Right. Not, I mean, Hey, you know, going to Camino, <laughs> the planet of Camino. Oh, geez. <laughs> nice. Nice Star Wars Thank reference. You. Good job. Thank you. I have the high ground. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's it. I guess uh, we'll go ahead and call it with that. That's our review of uh, Wizard World New Orleans, uh, January 3rd, 4th, yeah, and 5th if, of 2020. Yeah, if you guys had some uh, some differing opinions, you know, a different uh, a different take, you know, let us know. Um, you know, we can uh, we can definitely talk about it on the, uh, you know, on maybe a, a later episode because I definitely want to hear about everybody else's opinions of the show. Yep. Yep. And uh, yeah, again, you reach out to us podcast or uh, con job podcast at gmail.com on Facebook. Uh, eventually Alexa is going to make a Facebook or you can one day you can leave us the uh, leave us a message here on the app and uh, please just rate and review. Let us know how we're doing and uh, if, if anything we can do to, to approve. All right. All right. Thank